0: Welcome
1: on
2: board this LNER Azuma to Edinburgh Waverley. We will
1: call at Edinburgh Waverley only. Hello again. Welcome to the fast track for International Women's Day 2023. It's a day to celebrate women's achievements, to raise awareness about discrimination, and it's a day for action to drive gender parity. International Women's Day belongs to everyone, everywhere. Inclusion Means All. And this is David Dunning, delighted to introduce you to some of our LNER colleagues who will tell you about how they came into the rail industry and why International Women's Day is so important to them.
0: I think for me it means celebration and it means celebrating the different views, the important contributions that women play in both in business and in life
3: for me it's basically means that it's everyone's equal everybody's tread fair you know don't let being a female stop you D- don't let that even be a thought actually that is the only advice i could give somebody is think about who you are what you bring to whatever table that may be and just go for what makes you happy don't try to please other people <sighs>
1: So, the fast track is on one of LNER's London to Edinburgh runs, famous for those breathtaking views of the sea north of Berwick. I'm on my way to meet Gail and Gabriella Bruno, mother and daughter, with different stories to tell about how they came to work as onboard customer experience hosts. We're nearly there, I think, because uh, we're in the suburbs of Scotland's capital city now, so I'm looking forward to meeting them. We
4: will shortly be arriving at Edinburgh Waverley, where
1: we finish our journey today. Have a little look in the crowd here. Ah, there, I think I can see them. Gail, yeah? Yeah,
2: hi David, Hello, how are you doing?
1: Gabriella, yeah? Hello, how are you? Thank hi. you so much for coming to meet me, that's you're really welcome. Nice You're
2: welcome, you're welcome. How was your journey?
1: Oh, brilliant. And uh, a beautiful day as well, Yeah, which it is. means you get to see the sea. It's yes. a lovely view oh, nice. That is a classic view, it's timeless, isn't it? I know,
5: it's great views up there, oh, and any train, it's so nice.
1: And I love this station too.
5: It's, it's very bright and
2: it's friendly and it's well. Same posted for where you're wanting to go.
1: I want to talk to you two about your work, about International Women's Day, and uh, also about your previous roles too. So should we go and find somewhere a bit quiet? Yeah, sounds
2: great. Yeah, sounds good.
1: So Gail, can you tell us where you were before you came to LNER?
2: I was cabin crew based in Glasgow for 25 years. Um, Did international and European flights. tremendously enjoyed it, meeting different people,
1: It was a very responsible job.
2: Yes, it was. Yes. In charge of two or three hundred people. And you were in charge of five or six crew members also.
1: Can you still do the demonstration for the life jacket? Yes, I can still do it.
2: I think it's imprinted in my brain. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, It was sad. But you had to leave, wasn't it? What was yes. What happened?
2: Thomas Cook went into liquidation. So the night before, we had word to say that it was either yes or no, that it was going forward. We woke up in the morning after 25 years and no job. So it was a bit of a shock to all of us.
1: Devastating, isn't it? Yeah, it that
2: really happened? was, yeah. yeah. Especially when you loved the job and you loved the people you worked with.
1: But Eleanor came to the rescue, didn't they?
2: Obviously, after the pandemic, I knew someone that was in the railway And they had said that there was vacancies, so applied for it,
5: and here I am today.
1: Gabriella, your route to LNER is slightly different.
5: Yes, I was at university doing sport development as I wanted to be a PE teacher, but along the way through COVID, i just lost interest. I was also working in a pharmacy part-time, which I loved, it was good. But I was just looking for a new challenge and something new. So I was talking to my mum and there was vacancies available and she said, why not just apply? And I've loved it.
1: Gail, did you find when you actually got on the trains then, were there a lot of similarities between a train and a plane or not?
2: The majority of it was very similar. Um, The only thing different was the movement of the train. So that took a bit of getting used to. But as far as like service and customer service, everything was more a replica of cabin crew. The thing I enjoy most is giving them great experiences, just like to put heart into every journey, just being there, anticipating people's needs, just making them feel special. I think um, obviously it depends on how you are to people,
5: and if you're nice to people, you always get the reaction back.
1: You agree with that, don't you?
5: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think if you can make a situation easier for the passengers, especially through disruption anything any problems, if you make it easier and make them, you know, more relaxed, comfortable, then they'll easier to understand what's going on, isn't it, and keep them updated throughout. Thinking of how you would feel if you were in that situation.
1: You're both either doing the cafe bar or the first-class service. Yeah. uh, Is it possible to say which one you enjoy most?
2: Um, I think for me, the first class, only because maybe it's more used to what I've been used to. But there's times that maybe you come on and think, well, the cafe bar would be nice today, just something different.
1: For a change. Yes.
2: Yeah,
5: Yeah, I agree. I think that it's good to get a bit of both.
1: So this podcast is about International Women's Day. How does it feel at the moment in 2023 for you two working in the railway industry? Does it feel good?
2: There's more and more women in the railway. Sometimes you see more women than men. I think for me, I do feel that women are equal.
5: Yeah, I feel the same. I think when I first started I was a bit like nervous, I was a bit hesitant because I was thinking, is it really for me? But as soon as I joined there were so many women in every kind of job. What really stood out to me is there's a lot of women further up, like managers further up the company, which is really good to see, even directors, there's a lot of women. So that was really positive for me to see that you can actually climb up the ladder and it's not just to stay where you are.
1: What does International Women's Day mean for you?
5: It makes people
2: celebrate the greatness that women have done in different roles, whether it, whatever
5: profession it is. I think it's bringing issues into the workplace. Um, International Women's Day is so important to me because it celebrates and highlights the achievements and careers of women, even in the workplace. Um, I think it's really important that we have days like this because it can encourage someone to go for a job that they might not have initially thought of or even like had in mind and it might have just sparked in their mind that they can go for it. The quality makes a big difference
2: in the workplace. It's a much more better equality than there was.
1: And a big fast-track thank you to Gail and Gabriella Bruno, mother and daughter, uh, working as customer experience hosts out of Edinburgh Waverley. Well, we'll be meeting three other staff members soon in this podcast, including Jess Mulwinnie who is training to drive the trains. We'll also hear how a career on cruise ships has helped another woman succeed at her job. So what does the representation statistics actually look like at LNER, and what does the research tell us about the attitudes to the rail industry? The Fast Track podcast has been to meet Claire Ansley, People and Customer Experience Director in York.
4: So we're really proud at LNER to say that 43% of our workforce is represented by women. It's a huge achievement in an industry that is traditionally male-dominated. You know, we are leaps, leaps ahead in terms of representation. In other train operators, it's only about 18%. We have representation all over the business. Our engineering director is, a, is female. We've got representation right across the management team. We've got um, people in digital, people team, marketing, onboard stations, drivers. Everywhere you look in LNER, we have female representation. Now, we can do better, and we are absolutely putting plans in place to create even more diversity and trying to get representation in areas where we may be underrepresented. So um, train drivers has come along, you know, so much, 25% at the minute, but we want to increase that and we want to be able to create opportunities for women to join us. And I think once they realise what a diverse career opportunity they can have here. Because remember, it's not just about going on board, although on board is a great career. It is about everywhere in the business that people don't know about. You wouldn't think of a train operator having a digital team or a really exciting communications team that does everything from PR to internal comms. There's lots and lots of different opportunities. So the research is telling us that 74% of the younger generation now believe being lawyers, doctors and train drivers is is cool again. I'm a big believer that rail has always been cool. You know, I've spent most of my adult career in rail. So my background originally was hospitality industry. So that's what I trained in, in hotel and catering management. And then I remember seeing an advert for a stewardess on a Pullman service from Sheffield to London. So I started working on the Pullman service where we used to have white gloves and all the silver service. It was amazing. And then I just went into a management career and sort of swapped around every couple of years. And, 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 I, and I'm not going to say I'm lucky in my career because that's what women say. They say, I'm very lucky. It's nothing to do with luck. It's hard work and commitment and the fact that you enjoy your career. So 34% of the younger generation, women in particular, want to work in rail, but they don't know anything about it. So we have to raise awareness of the opportunities because it can be so rewarding and exciting. You work with such brilliant people here at LNR, and that's both male and female our apprenticeship program we've developed that over the last year which is which is fantastic and we now have over 140 people on apprenticeships so we're creating more apprenticeships in different areas we've got everything from train driver and train manager to MBA. We have our managers doing apprenticeships in in management courses. We're creating some engineering opportunities to build some resilience in that area and attract more people. We've got a great programme. We want to get better and better at that as well.
1: Claire Ansley there, People and Customer Experience Director. (laughs) You're listening to the Fast Track podcast from LNER to mark International Women's Day. We're going to meet Jess Malwini-Coates now. Jess is one of the apprentice drivers based in Newcastle. She's joined LNER recently. Previously, she was an electrician and then trained as a PE teacher.
6: So my family's actually been on the railway for two generations. So it started with my granddaddy was a driver. Um, And then my dad is still on the railway. Um, He works as an engineer. So I've grown up alongside the railway all my life. And when I was a kid, I never really seen any women on it. So I never kind of seen it as an area where I could go into. So I went off. I lived in the States for a couple of years, playing football out there, then went to uni. I've got a couple of degrees under my belt. Just I wasn't satisfied with what I was doing. I always knew there was something more. And then when I seen, obviously, there was more women coming onto the railway, I was kind of like, do you know what, I wouldn't mind a bit of that, because I know how good of a career
1: it is. Well, I think that's very interesting, isn't it, that even, what, you know, 15 years ago, you felt that the railway wasn't a career opportunity for you.
6: It's always been that perception where, you know, it tends to be like, you know, a bloke's role, where you wouldn't see traditionally a woman in that role, but why couldn't a woman be in that role? You know, I know women who are a lot stronger than some men who are a lot more like kind of, you know, they've got the brains there. They're very like, you know, good physical tasks. Well, it's good to see that in the modern day, that progression's there and it's, you know, it's very easy to see now. While I've been training, I've been over to like Network Rail, I've seen there's female engineers that are training over there. If you look on our platforms, there's females here, there and everywhere in all different types of roles and it's really, really positive to see.
1: What sort of jobs did you do before you came into the railways then?
6: Throughout the years, I've had a few different roles. A lot of them were sports background because that was kind of what my degrees and stuff are in. So it's anything from kind of like coaching, being a personal trainer, PE teacher, very mixed. But I've also was an electrician uh, alongside my dad who has his own
1: like electrical company. What was it that attracted you about the role of a train driver?
6: I've always been kind of told of the joy and the passion that you can have for like the role where I've spoke to a lot of drivers previously and they've just literally said it's like the best job in the world. The responsibility you've got on top of that. It's, it's massive. You've got um, a lot of people that you know, like you're responsible for their safety. So it's kind of also having that responsibility and that important role of being able to get people from A to B I was on cab experience a couple of weeks ago. Being in that cab for, like, the first time for, like, five days, it was absolutely unbelievable. Like, not even just, like, looking out and seeing the views, but seeing how much you've got to multitask. People say, you know, oh, it's just pulling a lever. It's really not. The amount of stuff that you've actually got to be aware of that you've got to be checking for, to even applying, like, root knowledge and stuff like that, it's absolutely crazy the amount that you've got to do. You're talking a matter of seconds to respond or the safety systems are going to kick in.
1: What's LNER like as an operator to work for?
6: I think a lot of it's how well they look after the staff. I'd say overall, the railway does look after the drivers without a doubt. I think with LNER, it's how well they look after the drivers, like making sure they're, you know, they're healthy, they've got everything they need. If they need someone to talk to, they will provide you with that help and support. They provide such an inclusive, welcoming environment. And so far for me, I haven't felt like I've worked a day. It's been that nice and that, like, you know, they're happy that you're there. It's not one of those where I know some jobs I've had before, I've walked in and I'm like, It hasn't had the nicest atmosphere, it hasn't had the nicest environment to it, where this is just, you constantly feel like kind of happy, safe and welcome. You know, our instructors are absolutely top quality. We're learning a lot of information in a very short amount of time, but we're doing it in a fun way where, you know, we can have that bit of a laugh, a bit of a banter. And it helps the information to stick a lot more, which I find really, really useful.
1: Jess Mulwoody-Coates on the fast track. Jess from Newcastle, currently training to be a train driver in York. And another fascinating story now about how Shirley Marland, who works in our digital projects team... Got to work for LNER.
0: Well, I trained as a classical pianist, and then I went on to study a performing arts degree in London and also in New York. And when I left uni, I decided I wanted to do just one job as a dancer. But my first job happened to be on a cruise ship. I absolutely loved it. I was getting to see the world and do a job that I absolutely loved. So I ended up progressing in that career and travelling, literally seeing all over the world on cruise ships for about ten years. And then I was. Leaving leading the show teams in amazing ports um, and amazing ships all over the world.
1: So what made you want to leave that then?
0: Actually, I met my husband on board. We got engaged Ah. in Greenland as well. So we decided to call it a day and to settle down and jobs on land and set up a life here so we got married and then I looked for what is it that I would do next. I saw a job advertised for GNER and I thought wow that's an amazing brand let's see what opportunities that this could bring for me.
1: So let's fast forward to LNER now you had a number of roles I understand what do you do now?
0: So I'm digital change manager now and my route and my progression through the 20 years at East Coast Mainline has taken me into all different departments and actually what's interesting is the departments that have taken me into, for example, uniform strategy, looking after uniform, looking after customer experience, standards and quality. That's very, very much affiliated to my first 10 years because it was all about high standards, great customer experience on cruise ships. So I almost applied that in the roles that I've been here now. And in the role that I do now, when we introduce technology, what's at the forefront of my role is helping the business to assess and plan for the change that that brings, the change that that brings to our people.
1: Shirley, how are the skills skills that you acquired when you were on the cruise ships, how have they transferred to the industry?
0: What's been wonderful is I've had opportunities to choreograph flash mobs. I've performed in them. I've got some of our employees together to do exactly that. I've performed on Christmas charter trains. I've got singers rehearsing in our meeting rooms to get out on a Christmas train and process through the train, singing carols for our customers. I loved being on stage, so I do get that opportunity here too. So I've hosted our LNER Legends Awards and also because I really love presentation, what I've also done in the past is helped mentor some of our senior managers and managers in the business with presentation skills. And also during lockdowns, I actually ran some virtual dance classes for everybody in the business, Tai Chi, Bollywood and New York, New York, hat routine you name it i kind of got there and just kind of really tried to help people um, with a little bit of exercise and some fun
1: just tell me what was the flash mob
0: we stood on the platform just as a customer and we get on the train sit down and then randomly get up and sing for our customers and our customers absolutely love the surprise that we brought to their journey and we did it all for charity and raised a significant amount of money as well so it was all good
1: Let's just talk about International Women's Day, of course. It's that time of the year again. You obviously have 20 years of experience in the railways. 20, yeah. yeah. How have you seen attitudes towards women change over those 20 years?
0: I think what really stands out for me is the way that women are so much an important role and play an important role, an important part of the business right now. And actually 20 years ago, if I was to turn the clock back and think about then, there was such a small number of people that played a role in the railway. Um, So the significant increase that I've seen over the 20 years really is phenomenal. And women, for me, bring such important contributions to business and to life, whether that be different views, different perspectives, new innovative ways of working and ideas, that we are really a very, very full and successful part of the railway now.
1: You were telling me a story before we started recording about the awards ceremony, which I think underlines the differences, doesn't it?
0: I attended an awards ceremony many, many years ago um, and I remember thinking, "Oh, what shall I wear? What dress shall I wear? And I remember shopping at a certain store and thinking, oh, my goodness, what if somebody's actually wearing the same dress as me? And I walked into this big awards ceremony in London and there was literally a handful of women in that room. So I didn't need to worry about the dress choice again get at then at that point but now wow an award ceremony is not like that at all there's so many women um, and so many award-winning women as well passionate proud to play a part in the railway on us so successful
1: what does international women's day mean to you
0: i think for me it means celebration the different views the important contributions that women play not just in the railway and I'm really passionate and proud to be one of those women who really care about making a difference.
1: Shirley Marland who works on our digital projects team and our last contributor in this edition of the fast track is Shifa Moten. Shifa's from our customer experience strategy team.
3: Before LNER I worked for two other organisations in the financial services industry. It was very similar in terms of data but it was more behind the scenes and very much operational whereas now I'm getting the opportunity to influence and make a difference for our customers. So I um, started five years ago as a customer experience manager, so that was managing the frontline teams. I then got the um, opportunity to develop into a similar role, but a transformation manager type role. And then after that, managed to get myself into the strategy team which has you know opened my kind of eyes and views to different parts of lner um, and it's really developed to me as an individual i look at all sorts so i look at the voice of the customer insight i look at our infrastructure data and um, i get to spread, spread my wings into different areas for sure the, the main principle is continuous improvement so we've got a customer journey and at each of those points we want to be able to the customer to feel and experience certain things so my job is to really hone in on that and say are we achieving that and what can we do better what does the customer really want i would just say keep a really open mind and don't think that something isn't possible so if you don't have experience in a particular role so management it, don't don't be afraid to go and explore that, and it, don't wait for an opportunity to come up. Create those opportunities. So, me personally, if I want to learn something, I will push myself to go out of my comfort zone, and I will go and knock on doors and kind of say, I don't know, I want to know more about this. I don't know what to do. Can you help? And people are really really welcoming. So, um, a really good example of that is probably where I'm where I'm at now in strategy, working with the strategy manager. She's you know managed to open kind of my mindset to different ways of working go for it if there's something you want to do so international um women's day means a lot to me actually so i think growing up um i've always been in a very male-dominated environment whether it's in work or outside of work i just think that it's just been such a change in 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 my particular lifetime really and seeing that women get to do things that historically was a bit of a oh that's not for you that's more than you know that's for the man (laughs) and i think that we've you know as a kind of force of women we've opened those doors and broken down those barriers for ourselves. Prime example is drivers. That you know, the amount of women now in that grade is amazing. Good to celebrate that.
1: Shefa Moten there. And that's the Fast Track podcast for International Women's Day, with the final word going to the People and Customer Experience Director at LNER, Claire Ansley.
4: I think sometimes it takes a while for people to buy into International Women's Day, but it is really important. We have to raise awareness, particularly rail is a great career, but equally, you know, we have to make sure that it's recognised internationally as well because those opportunities aren't there for everybody. And I think one of the real proud moments a couple of years ago was when we travelled from Edinburgh to London on the Flying Scotswoman as we renamed it. You know, my male colleague, our engineering director at the time, and our leader, David Horn were waiting for us on the platform, clapping. It was just awesome for our male colleagues and leaders to recognise how important it was to us. <laughs>